Hey, how's it going? Tommy Taylor here. And I'm Desnica, and welcome to the Marriage 2.0 podcast. couple that went through just about everything bad someone can go through in marriage quadruple times over and came out more in love than ever and using our story to inspire and give hope to the world. Since we've come out of our version of hell on earth, we have built a global marriage coaching business mentoring hundreds of couples and individuals all around the world. We've helped them fix issues like affair recovery, communication, intimacy issues, addictions, and all forms of abuse when no one else could. We've gone through all of these things plus so much more, so we get it. We tried everything out there from counseling, therapy, intensives, webinars, hundreds of books, and even tactics like Slow to Speak, Quick to Listen. And the truth is, all of those things were just band-aids that left us on an emotional roller coaster from hell. We truly believe that when you couple a heart for God and a strong desire for massive action, anything is possible. But honestly, most of us are never given the right knowledge. The Marriage 2.0 podcast shares interviews from the world's most successful people in business, sports, health, entertainment, and finance in order to help you live the purpose-filled life God designed for you so that you can live an inspiring life filled with more freedom, love, and impact. So get ready to learn the stuff that no one ever taught you about marriage. Your old marriage is dead and marriage 2.0 starts now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to, uh, well, the last episode of the year. Yes, yes. So, Exciting. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about how to win at your relationships and and at life in general in 2023. So both, both massively important. Yes, 100%. So the thing is, like, honestly, why are we talking about this? Well, we believe a lot of people make, honestly, <laughs> this time of year, a lot of New Year's resolutions. And to be honest, most never stick to them. In fact, most fail, mm-hmm. be really honest. It's kind of like, honestly, it's kind of like the gym in January, which I hate. Uh, those of you that know me know that I'm a gym rat. So like you, you see the gyms packed in February and most people are like gone or not February, January, and they're gone by February. And honestly, then all that's left is just pretty much gym rats like myself. So yeah. it's just, it's just, it's just I, I know, honestly, I'm glad that they're gone because, <laughs> um, I think it goes to someone else's gym, but like, I don't like waiting for machines. <laughs> that's so funny and honestly you know when most people make you know if they're like oh it's the new year and they get all hyped up on just on just the new year and but they just like throw out these things that like they want as a new year's resolution they're not thought out they're not planned there's not action steps they're just like this random thought that they occur like on new year's and most of the time people are drinking when they do this and they're like oh yes this is what i'm gonna do for the new year it's not written down it's not thought out or anything it's just like Oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it based on willpower and grit determination. Yeah. Good luck with that. And then they fell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then also a lot of people, um, we weren't going to talk about this, but just as a side note here, like a lot of people just reminded me of like one we put out last year, not a podcast, but just a video. And it was talking about, you know, new year, new me, uh, new relationships, a new marriage, like not like when it comes to don't leave your spouse just because it's the new year. No. Right. Like there's so many ways to honestly, so many ways to fix the marriage. Uh, even if you don't think it's possible, it's not what you do know that hurts you. It's what you don't. 
So. Yes. And so just the whole like new year, new me, like if you just go off with that kind of attitude and like ditch everything that you have, including your marriage, like you're just going to recreate more and bigger problems than what you already have. Yep. So and your next relationship will fail. I guarantee it. A hundred percent certain of that. So, you know, don't go, don't jump that way. Like fix it, do the deep work, do the tough things that like work within yourself and fix relationships and stuff. Yes. But we want to talk about, you know, back to the main topic here. We want to talk about like several different points today and quite, in fact, eight different points. So in this, we're going to be talking about why this is important, right? Why setting goals, why setting, you know, uh, proper expectations for the year basically is important. Like we're going to mm-hmm. define, we're going to talk about how to define who and why, right? We're talking about vision and goals. And see it before you have it, like how to have a vision statement. And we're going to talk about how to do hard things which most people struggle with. Um, and we're also going to talk about how, talk about how to max out 2023. Yep. And how to change, even change stuff like your identity, uh, in, in yourself in the right way and really have, you know, preset responses for waves are going to hit you in 2023. Cause honestly, this is life. Like you're going to have waves, you're going to have different things that hit you. So you just need to be prepared for them. It's not like everything's just an uphill, like, let's go up the mountain right now you're gonna have waves and even if and if you want growth well i hate to tell you but with growth comes pressure so if you're not if you don't have pressure you don't have problems you're not growing in fact you're being stagnant so let's walk through this and dive into everything for you guys today so why is it important to actually set New Year's goals and not just New Year's resolutions like based up on a hype right like it's not just a fad to do to set goals and in fact like you it really is actually a great time to set new goals. You know, going into a new year where you're breaking bad habits, setting new habits, you know, really starting to change your life. Like it's a great time because mentally the brain is looking at the new year as like a fresh start, a new year, new beginnings, and it can trigger you and make it easier to accomplish those goals in the new year. Right. Trigger doesn't always have to be a bad thing either. That's what she's like just to just to highlight That's that not right a bad there. Trigger. Right, there's good and bad triggers. Uh, most people are just aware of the bad ones, but there's good ones. Yes. Right. Uh, a lot of people though, man, like we said before, like they rely on motivation and it will cause you to fail. They there will be challenges. Like there will be, there will be temptations that will come in all areas. Like there will oh, yeah. be waves like and honestly, action and discipline become a desire. So it's not waiting to take the action. Like you actually have to put forth the action to do things and not just rely on that, you know, willpower because you're going to face the challenges and temptations. So, you know, let's say like a personal habit, like if you're trying to break a personal habit of like smoking, you know, like you're going to be faced with someone offering you, you know, to smoke or you're going to have to be faced with like a temptation of like, hey, there's all the cigarettes on the wall right there as you're in the store, right? Like temptations and things like that, you know, come up. And let's just talk about like some marriage temptations and things. So if you're recovering from like affairs and, you know, you're going through like hard times and even if there hasn't been an affair, like if you're trying to work on better communication and things, there's going to be temptations that come to divide, right? So like temptations of, you know, like someone of the opposite sex messaging you, you know, or someone like saying something. And so there's going to be challenges and things and you have to be prepared and have like know what's to do in those situations and not be just focused on willpower. So, you know, why is it important to like write down these goals? It's, it's so important to actually write it down because it's proven that if 
just by the act of writing it down, you're 42% more likely to accomplish it, right? And then, you know, also only 3%, did you know that, Tommy? Only 3% of the population actually set goals. I didn't know the statistic, but I, I definitely believe it, right? Like, even if you look at the entrepreneurial side of things, like only only 5% of people are entrepreneurs and then only 1% of those 5% are are successful. So, I mean, I can believe the statistic on like actually achieving goals because entrepreneurs are, well, let's just say very um, high performance individuals yeah, when so it comes to achievements and goals. They're very goal driven. So that's just crazy. It was mind blowing for me to like have that realization that only 3% of the population actually set goals and even 1% write them down. So only 1% write them down. So only 1% of the population is taking the one easy step that makes it 42% more likely for them to accomplish their goals. So just that one action alone makes you already massively ahead of others. Right. So remember what you bring to the forefront of your mind, you start to seek ways to achieve it. Mm -hmm. So like, for example, like if you're doing different things like affirmations, visualizations, different things like that, you're going to naturally, like even without that, even just writing your goals down, like we're not even taking it to that level right now. Like even if you just write your goals down and put them somewhere, you know, maybe on your fridge or I don't know, whatever your bathroom mirror, whatever it is, you know, or you look at them, you know, once a week or so or daily, you know, you're going to eventually, your mind's going to figure out a way to get them with subconsciously. So it's important. It makes yes. a big difference. Right. And also when it comes to like little kids, um, like little kids are like, look at this analogy. So little kids are so much happier. I'm not talking like teenagers <laughs> with hormones and, and no. stuff. I'm talking about little kids, like, you know, five, eight years old, somewhere around there. Like they're, they're so much happier than most adults because they dream. They have imagination and we need to dream and have imagination again. Like what happens basically is like we start living out of history and memory. We start living out. If you didn't hear that, we start living out of history and memory as adults and living by what we are told to be, like society, parents, mm -hmm. you know, basically stuff that's shaped by our lens. And then when you think of the, you know, who you were told how to be, basically most of those people were toxic. They weren't healthy individuals. They were unsuccessful. <laughs> like, stop listening to successful, stop listening to unsuccessful people teach you how to be successful. That's retarded. It's like going to a dentist with brown teeth. So, like, and also society wants you to be similar they're the same. They want you, they want you to be the same. They want you to blend in. And honestly, like, here's the thing. Like you were born to be beautiful and unique. God created you to be unique. Like when he thought about it, he handcrafted everything down from your fingerprint to your hair, to the texture of your, you know, your skin, to your nails, to your, you know, like eyes, like the color of them, like all these different things like he thought about. And like you had imagination at one point. So then it shrinks. So it's time to imagine again. And honestly, here's the thing. Like society, you know, wants you to be, wants you to blend in and everything, but blending in doesn't do anything good. Right. So. No, it doesn't. And so as you're going to set the, your goals for the year, just remember like you, it's don't be like, oh, well, society says I need to do this or this, or, you know, this is, you know, all so-and-so had told me I'll ever amount to. So I'm not going to like actually set any goals to push myself because, you know, I'm, I'm just destined to struggle forever. Like, no, like imagine like when you actually are planning out your 2023 like, dream, actually imagine again 
and start start breaking that mold and that all those labels off of you to actually have the life that you want. Yeah, and honestly, understand the life that you want. But it's honestly, it's not just about you. And this just pisses me off so bad when I hear this. Like, you know, people strive to only provide for their families in different ways and do these different things. But honestly, it is not good enough just to be a good person in life. It's not. You're not good enough just to be a good person in life. That's 100% selfish. It's not good enough just to provide for your family. Like, you're built to, like, you should strive to add value and contribute to society. Like, it's not just about you and your little inner circle. Like, it's about adding value, contributing, and adding value to the world to be a kingdom builder. Like, stop being selfish. We are called to help others and to be kingdom builders. Like, we are, that's what we're called to do. And, you know, so like the focus shouldn't be so small. It should be really on like how, like how can I add value and contribute in much larger ways than probably I've ever even imagined. I, you know, what God's plan is for you is I pretty much can guarantee is a lot more, is a lot bigger than what you have for yourself. Right. And then also like problems when you think it like, cause you're going to face these when you come when you, when you have growth, you're going to have problems, but problems are a sign of life. And in order to have growth, you have to have problems. <laughs> I'm not saying they have to be terrible problems, but they're gonna you're gonna have problems. Like you're going to get different points, just like in business. Like when you break the business, that's a good thing because you grow and you implement different things. In the same way in life, when you go through life, you're gonna break parts of your life and you're gonna grow and you're gonna become more. And, or if you choose not to, that's that's your choice. But you know, you can choose to sulk and what we call get into the valley of despair, but ultimately you have to choose to swing over to informed optimism and use the tools and resources and grow and continue to push through and have that grit and determination, but understand also the why behind it. So you can choose also, here's the thing, like you can choose, like if you've ever seen the matrix, like I know Dustinka has not, <laughs> um, something's wrong with her, but uh, you can choose, you can choose to be the one like the Neo in the matrix. Like for all of you that get it cool. Like you, you're, you're, you're on my team. If you don't, I'm sorry. Um, you're missing out on a bit important part of your childhood. But anyway, so like go watch the matrix if you haven't, but you can be the one in the matrix. Like you can, you can literally be the one that changes generations to come. Like you have the power. Like it, it think about it. Like for hundreds of years, hundreds and hundreds of years, you have all these people that have gone through all these different situations and hurt and pain. And like all these people that have never been successful and all these different things throughout, you know, it, and I'm not, I'm not talking monetarily. I'm talking like in all aspects of life. Never had a healthy relationships. Literally, you can be the one to change generations to come. You have the power to do that. Every every one of you do. And if it's not you, it will be someone else. But, you know, honestly, if you don't and you choose to focus on, on, on not doing anything, then here's the thing. Like, um, there is a form of neglect towards kids and, um, and it's called not living up to your fullest potential. It's like telling them it's okay. Like, oh, you know, they're going to figure you out. Like, oh, you can be anything you want to be. Okay, dad. Okay, mom. Then why aren't you? Mm. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. you're meant to be more. Stop being so freaking selfish. Selfish is exactly what it is. So really push outside your comfort zone this year. And don't settle. Like, don't settle for just, like, whatever, like, comes your way. And, like, if it's meant to be, like, it'll happen. Like, no, like, you have to take action. You have to take intentional action. And one of those ways is by adapting a yes and yes and amen lifestyle. That means, yes, yes, God, whatever you have, at, whatever you have next. 
you know, amen isn't just like the end of the prayer. It is acknowledging like, yes, God, like whatever you say. So like, yes, whatever. So adapting that lifestyle and knowing that, you know, you're not like completely in charge, like God has a plan for you. And if you follow him, your life will be so much better than what you can imagine. Uh, but following him includes walking. So it isn't yay though. I sit in the valley of the shadow of death. It isn't yay though. I, you know, he carries me through or picks me up with his hands and put me out of it. No, he walks with you, but you have to understand that, that he's, he's a, he's wanting you to create action. There's not one miracle in the Bible that has ever happened without someone's action first, not one. So you have to actually have actions of faith and steps of faith when it comes to that. Like you have to take action, 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 action. Yes. Take <laughs> right? massive action. Take massive action this year. If you have one word, like if you have that people create like a word for their year, right? If you have one word, make it action, action, just action, a lot of massive, massive action. And it doesn't have to be perfect. Messy action will be perfect every day of the week. Success loves speed. And the faster you fail, the faster you succeed, the faster you can course correct. So keep going, like define who you want to be. So that's an action step that you need to take, right? So take some time to reflect and write out like, who do you want to be? Like you, not who do you think your spouse wants you to be? Who do you think like your friends want you to be or mommy or daddy or anyone like that? Define who you want to be this year. In like, detail. In elaborate detail, in all areas, you know, and also define why. Like, why do you want to be like that? Why do you want to do those things? This is something that's important for you to reflect on and actually do to define. Right. And also we want to talk about vision and goals here. So in each area, we want to talk about different goals in each area so that you can understand how to have that. So do you want to explain um, the SMART acronym? Yes. And so SMART, measurable, and um, I forget the whole acronym. Yeah, it's SMART, <laughs> measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. Um, and so why is it so important to set like those things? And one, cause you need to push yourself outside your comfort zone. It shouldn't just be something that's already going to happen of like, Hey, I want to be another year older next year. Okay. Congratulations. That's going to happen, you know, and it doesn't need to be like setting yourself up for failure either. So a quick example would be like ours. I'll use my son as an example, right? If his goal is to be a black belt by the end of the year, well, he's an orange belt. So that's not attainable because there's not enough belt testing and time for him to master the skills in this year. So that would be automatically setting him up for failure. So a smart, realistic, attainable goal is to level up four belt levels this year, which that pushes him. It challenges him. He has to do a lot of practice and stuff, but he can actually achieve it if he puts forth the work. So that's why it's important to put goals that stretch you. They should stretch and challenge you, but don't put goals that are so far like out there that you feel defeated and hopeless. And so you don't take any action, just going, oh, I'm not going to achieve that anyways. And going back into your sul sulking or despair and just like depression, like that's not going to help you. Right. So like, for example, if you want to increase your income from like 50 K a year to 1.5 million, probably not going to happen on a very high chance that um, you just haven't become the person, not even for six figures yet. So because um, you're going to be a different person then as well, seven. But like when it comes to also realistic, you don't want to just set goals like, oh, my goal is to be another year older, right? <laughs> That's dumb. So what we want to do is we want to dive into different areas on on these different subjects. And there's going to be multiple different areas. We call this like a wheel of life. And there's multiple different versions of this. But we do it with our version of it 
And we do this actually every year, and we're going to do it actually tomorrow uh, for us to set these goals in different areas. So the way you want to set goals in different areas and define what you want your life to be is through these different areas. And the first area is going to be God, right? We believe in God first. So you want to say like, you know, what was your, what do you want your relationship to look like with God this year? How do you want it to expand? How do you want it to grow? What different areas do you want to grow in? Do you want to grow in your own personal prayer language? Do you want to attend different conferences, um, like five conference and shout out to them in California. Awesome. Awesome. One to go to every single year. Amen. Conference. Um, so check that out. Do you uh, even a goal of, Hey, actually go to church every weekend. Like that might be one of your goals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, it, it read the Bible every day. And and honestly, a lot of these things are going to start out as a devotion and turn into a desire. So they're not going to start out as like, Oh, I'm on fire for God. Right. Maybe, but probably not. Right. You have to develop and cultivate that. And that, that actually applies to all areas too. So that's why you just put forth the action and that's what becomes the desire in all of these areas. So that first area is God. The second one is emotional health. And that is like setting goals for like your emotional state. Mm -hmm. Emotional state, your emotional health, being uh, emotionally resilient, making sure you getting to the the deeper things in your life to making sure that you're, you know, you're, you're stable, you're learning how to process through emotions. There's a lot, there's a lot to becoming emotionally resilient and healthy. That way you're not having like mental breakdowns daily or every other right. day. Yeah, you you're know, not on the emotional things. roller coaster, nothing like that. Yes. And so those are some goals for the emotional health. The next section is physical health. And this is obviously like more for like your body and, you know, those types of things. Like, so it could be, you know, reaching a certain like weight. It could be a body fat. It could be, you know, looking a certain thing. Feeling and, a certain way. Mm-hmm. You know, being flexible, not hurting, right? Yes, yes. Actually, one of one of our goals is something more about like flexibility. Like I have to work on my flexibility. And um, being injured this year with my knee, uh, physical health, fully rehabbed is one of my goals, and also working on my flexibility so that I don't get injured again. Right, and then you got personal growth. So this is a little bit different than like, you know, emotional health and resiliency and growth. And that can be personal growth too, but. Personal growth, more of what we mean here is like, you know, personal development, investing in maybe a coach, maybe um, maybe your marriage. Uh-huh, there's the plug, right? Um, but like investing in different things for yourself and for your marriage and for your family, and you know, um, going to different going to different books that you're reading, going to different you know um, challenges and different things. So personal growth, personal yes. growth on a level to work because if you're honestly stagnant, water's gross. So you always should be growing every year, every single level of your life. So even us, like we, we still invest in ourselves. We have personal growth goals and we still invest a crap ton of money every year into ourselves into like growing, growing our, like just all areas of ourselves. like grow, like being stagnant is not an option in our household. And honestly, here's the thing. I'm going to touch on this because it's important. Do not be afraid to spend a lot of money. Everybody freaks like everybody. Everybody's always for everyone going to college. I'm saying not everyone, but everyone. A lot of people are for everyone going to college and like spending going into 150 plus thousand into debt. But they lose their mind, like the Joker says, like when they when they invest into a you know a coach or you know personal development or conference or something like that, right? Like that's I'm not just saying that because we're coaches. Like I'm saying that because like we do that. Like mm-hmm. we go, we've invested well over probably after this year, like close to three fifty, four hundred thousand or so, like give or take, um, over the lifetime of everything. And we're continuing to do that. I plan on 
Um, I know one of the first things is 12K this year that I'm investing into something. So it doesn't have to start. Like, don't be afraid to, the best investment you can always make is that, and don't be afraid to put it on like credit card either or multiple credit cards because that's a good thing. And if you have an issue with credit cards, like, whoa, the Bible says no about debt. Wrong, nothing wrong with debt. Go back and watch the episode or not watch, listen to the episode about debt we just did and it'll blow your mind and prove to you that nothing's wrong with debt. So invest in yourself and don't be afraid to spend a lot of money on your investment into yourself and your marriage. Yes, and that doesn't mean, oh, I'm gonna go buy a bunch of toys. So that's not what we mean by personal growth. <laughs> no. So clarify personal growth is actually developing you in emotional, mental, physical, like spiritual, your relationships, all aspects of your actual personal growth, your mindset, your mindset, yeah. mindset's so, so, so vastly important. Um, so it's those areas. So yeah. masterminds, events, coaches, all those different things. Mm-hmm. Right. And you yeah. got self image next. Yeah. Self-image is the next area that you want to set goals for yourself. And that's how do you want to like present yourself? How do you want to show up? Like, you know, some people, um, especially with like everyone, like not everyone, most people working from home, you know, they're like, uh, they don't even get dressed, you know? So like maybe this year, like you want to make it one of your goals to actually get dressed and like, you know, put on real clothes and not just like yoga pants, women, you know, like I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I understand yoga pants are comfortable. I do totally get it. Um, <laughs> I get it, but you know, how do you want to present yourself, you know, in all in different areas? Right. Like what is it? Um, messy. It's like, um, I am being stereotypical here and a little bit sexist. It's okay. You can deal with it. Um, so like when it comes down to like the, it's like the messy bun, um, the baggy t- comfortable soft seat t-shirt and then the, this the yoga pants and then the furry socks. Right. <laughs> the, the, right? It's, That's me. Yeah. 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 Right. Like it's one of those things. So like they're my at home clothes sometimes. Right. I don't, I don't need to get dressed every day to be honest for myself. Uh, I don't, I work from home. Right. I don't need to get dressed. There's no reason I could I could get dressed every single day in sweatpants and a T-shirt. However, I choose to get dressed because it does a lot for my mindset. And I like to even though I'm not going anywhere a lot of the times, like it helps with my mindset. It helps me get in the right frame of mind for me and boost my confidence in different areas. So I like getting dressed. And also you can add to your style this year, maybe add to your wardrobe and stuff like that, too. Mm-hmm. So those are all important aspects. So write down your own goals for your own self-image and like what you want. And the next area is, you know, goals for you and your spouse. Like, what are some goals that you want within your marriage relationship? You know, that's, this is a really big area. And so like, what are some goals? I know one of our goals is to have an adult vacation that's more than like two days this year. You know, we actually want to have a a vacation and not. So that's one of our goals is to spend the week together. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be just vacations. And just because you spend quality time in vacations together doesn't mean you have a healthy marriage any by any means. But, um, or if you go on a ton of vacations, it doesn't mean that either. Uh, it just means you have the money to do it. But when it comes down to it, you want to make sure that you know you're doing things like investing into your marriage, investing into your spouse, investing into becoming a better husband or a wife. Um, making sure that you're doing the right things, right? I know a really good program for that when it comes to when it comes to making sure you have a healthy marriage in all foundations. <laughs> you want to actually fix the problems, all the deep rooted issues, you know, and not just continue to shove stuff under the rug. Yes, we know that's what most people do is stuff is just swept under the rug and not dealt with, and it causes like a massive blow up eventually. It's it's not a matter of like if it's going to happen, it's just when. Yeah, right? honestly, most marriages. Almost all of them are pretty much doomed to fail anyways, uh, to be really honest with you, even because they don't have no other foundations that we teach. It's just that simple. They are. 
Um, and the ones that don't, they just suck it up and stick to it, but their marriage sucks. So make sure you invest in because you, you're not meant to just survive. You, you're meant to thrive. So define what you want your marriage to look like this year. That's going to be key. And marriage can be so rewarding and so fulfilling. You just have to have the solid foundations and not be like sweeping stuff like under the rug and just, you know, and codependency is really high, just all kinds of other stuff. So, you know, what kind of goals do you want for you and your spouse this year? 100%. Then you got kids. This is important. Yes. Yes. What kind of goals do you want when it comes to your relationship with your kids in just different regards? So whether a united house and where the kids don't come in between. Um, also, just uh, one of my goals is to have like a certain time with each kid and do an activity for that one on one quality time with with our kids, you know, helping them, like teaching them certain aspects. So what are the goals that you want to have for your kids this year? Also career, career and or business. So, or maybe both, uh, depending on where you're at in life. So when it comes to like, if you have a job or a career, you know, what, what do you want to advance in? What kind of relationships do you need to build within that business? Like professionally in a healthy way. I'm not talking with the opposite sex. I'm just talking like, yeah, what kind no of, go. yeah, don't do that. I'm talking about like, what kind of, what kind of things do you need to do within your career to advance? Right. Or if you have a business, what type of what type of goals do you have in your business? Where do you want to be this after this year? You know, this coming year, you know, that's one of the things we're doing. Yeah. Right. So like define what you want. And it's also understand this, like all of these things that we're talking about here, <clears throat> the next level of your emotional health, physical self-image, personal growth, all these different things that we're talking about. And even career and business, the person all use career and business because it's, it's easy with numbers. But the person you are in your business at Five figures is not going to be the same person at all at six figures. And this person at six figures is not going to be the same at all at seven and then eight and nine, whatever. Like you're not going to be the same person. You're going to be, you have to be drastically different. For example, to become a millionaire, you have to develop 1% of like confidence or 1% of like character traits beyond, um, or 99% of all the world is what I meant to say. So you have to develop like a character traits beyond 99% of the world. So you 1%, like you have to develop a lot of things. So who do you need to become? Number one here. Also, you know, what do you want? What are your goals? What are your dreams with that? Where do you want to be? Define where you want to be. And then the next area is finance. And finances is different than career and business because that's obviously like, you know, just the career, the business side, but then finances. Like, where do you want your finances to be? How do you want them to look? Like, what do you have? What do you have in that area? And you want to actually plan strategically for that. Yeah, and this is a sore point for a lot of marriages, so I'll touch on this. But, like, when it comes to it, you're like, well, that works for you guys because you guys get, get along great. But what about for us? Like, we don't, we, we, we can't even get around finances. It's such a sore point. That's, the finances aren't the issue. It's other things that are the issue. The deeper-rooted beliefs, the different things that are going on internally, and then the lack, complete lack of foundations that are mm -hmm. in, that are not in place. Because once you have all of that in place, it's honestly it's just logistical. Like it's honestly really easy in systems to just manage finances. That's it. Like it's super easy. So, you know, it's not the finances that are the issue and their spending habits It's deeper things that are. Oh, yes, for sure. And so the next area is the environment and like the environment encompasses a lot of different areas. So it could be like the state, the city, like the area that you live and you know, who like your, like your surroundings, like what type of environment are you around? Um, so I actually went like venturing with a friend yesterday, um, looking at some houses. Um, my hobby is real estate. So 
there's a little side note there, but we were in an area and like the environment was just a much lower income area. Like I'm pretty sure there was, we watched a drug deal go down on the street and I was just like, you know, that's environment. Like, you know, what kind of environment do you want to be around? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of the ways we've strategically, uh, well, one of the ways we strategically increased our environment and gotten it better and better is um, we've constantly, so like we've rented a lot and uh, we have owned houses for ourselves, but we rent now currently. And we've always like upped our, like we pushed it to where it stretches us when we, when we pay for rent. So we push it and push it. We don't live by like paycheck to paycheck by any means, but we push it to where it stretches us. And we kept pushing and pushing and growing higher and higher and higher. And we get to higher income areas and higher quality areas like we're in now. But before we weren't, right? We're in a very bad areas. Uh, and so you always want to strategically increase the the environment that you're in. I'm not just talking about neighborhoods and income ranges and stuff like that, but also when it comes to also like environment as far as like work environments and friends and stuff like that too. But friends is a little bit different. So we're going to talk about that next. Yes. So friends is the next category. And so friends is the next area you want to set goals in. And yes, this actually does need to be something to set goals in. Friends don't just, you know, happen. A lot of times like that is how friendship, how people make friends when it's unintentional. And they're like, oh, well, this person wants to talk to me. Let's be friends. And they don't like plan or think about like what kind of influence they're having. Some people will be your friend, but they're like incredibly terrible influences and they drag you down and backwards in life and they actually, you know, cause negative things in your life. So you want to be really intentional when it comes to your friends. Now you don't just want to look at their good guy or good girl. Like you want to look at like where they are at in life, what they're doing, what their goals and dreams are. Like what are, what are they strategically advancing and growing in consistently? right? Like look at their mindset. Like, don't just look at stuff like, are they a cool person? No, like that's lame. Like that, that, that gets you bad friends. Yes. And you want to make sure like they push you and they, you know, uphold and like push and challenge you in good ways and not push you away from like your morals and your ethics. And so like, if they're talking crap about your spouse, they're not a good friend. Just saying. Right. Also, you got a couple other areas here. So when it comes to, I personally, when I get people like that, I label in my life. So like I have three minute people, three hour people and three day people. And I put them in different categories and I spend different time, those amount of times with them. And a uh, very few three day people, mostly three hour people and very few three minute people. But those people in three minute can become three hour and they can become three day, but it's their choice. Not, not your responsibility whatsoever. Also, when it comes to friends, if you have, like, ask yourself, do like, you ever, if you ever seen like a, a bucket full of crabs and one tries to get out, the others pull it down and keep it in there. So ask yourself, do I have crabs? <laughs> right? Do I have crabs? I love asking that question, but do I have crabs in my life? And if you do, you might have crabs, right? So get rid of them. Just discard them completely out of your life. Like, un- unless they're like immediate family, then you can limit them. But, you know, pretty much with their friends, like friends, friends, just discard them out of your life if they're crabs. It's not your responsibility to improve their life. That's a choice they have to make. Like you're not responsible for making them be a better person. Like it's not that, oh, I feel guilty. Like I feel bad for them. Like their life choices are their life choices too. And it's not yours to carry. Right. And here's the thing. You may disagree with us completely, but we're the successful ones. So whatever. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. Seen it. Seen it so many times with so many different people. Can't even count at this point. And honestly, the last category here to set goals in is my favorite and it is fun, like fun. And (laughs) I love this category. So this is like, what do you want to do for like hobbies and, you know, vacations? 
I wrote a lot on vacations, vacations, and just more fun, like more hobbies and things. So that is an area of like that you want to set your goals into. Right. And then you also want, after you do all that, you settle those goals and what you want your life to look like in each one of those areas, you're going to want to write out a vision statement. So I'm not going to go into detail about this. This could be an hour long thing by itself, but it says basically like, it's a, like you want to write down like this. So you want to write it down like this. It's going to say something like this. It's blank date. And we are celebrating in our backyard for whatever events that we've happened this year and so on and so forth. And, you, and we're and have this person by my side and this thing and this thing and this, and this is going on and we're doing really well in this area. And my relationship with God looks like this and, and so on and so forth. And you write it out as if you're already there and you read it daily or every other day. I personally possess daily and you go through it and it, and it, it solidifies it. So, cause you, you actually, success is weird. You have to become the person that you need to be before you actually get there. Like you have to get there before you get there. <laughs> so, you know, then you want clarity of path. So the how, right? Like all these different areas you're going to, that you went through in the, you know, circle, you know, you're going to want to, you're going to want to reverse engineer them. The clarity of path is how do we do get there? Like, right. So if you have like reverse engineer it, like talk about just a year. So you have your goal for the year, but don't focus on that. Nail it down to like every quarter and then every month and then, you know, every week. And then every, what do you need to do, be doing every day and focus on the process. Yes. And so it, when you write down your goals, you have to do the next steps too. Like if you don't write down and, and look at the how and actually put it into action steps, then you're not going to succeed. So you actually have to put down the, the how, like how am I going to do this? Now the daily action steps, the stuff that you need to be doing every single day. And it's boring most of the time, honestly, mm-hmm. but, and it gets mundane. That's why six, that's why you can't rely on motivation. Motivation's a trap. So also some additional things here. You want to decide on three to four hard things you're going to, that you're not good at, that you're going to do. That's going to challenge you, right? So for me, I'm going to a three-day men's boot camp. Uh, I'm going to do dance lessons every week. I suck at dancing, but I'm going to do it. I'm, we're, we're going to put in the effort um, with me and Destinica and go every week. Uh, I plan on getting, I'm going to get lean to 9% body fat. And if that means I need to hire a coach or a trainer, I'll do it. And I used to be a trainer. So there you go. And I'm going to run a full marathon. Oh, that's the one I dread the most. I can't believe it. I, I just get sick to my stomach every time I even say that. Uh, yeah, for the, for the record, uh, that is one that I'm floating around, but I have to make sure that I'm able to run, like fully run with my knee before I commit to that. Because I don't, again, I don't want to set myself up for failure. So, but that is something that I want to do to challenge myself, but I also don't want to re-injure myself where I can't walk for months again. That was terrible. So, you know, mine... I also have hard things that I plan on doing as well that are going to push me and like help me with my mental discipline and just other aspects. So you want to pick three to four hard things and plan to do them this year for yourself. Yep. It's going to challenge you. So also there's some different extra bonus tips that we want to give you here. Ways to max out 2023. So ways to max out, set the right priorities. And what we believe it needs to be God first, you second in a self-care way above your spouse, above anything else, except for God. And I say self-care way, not a selfish way. Also, then it needs to be, you know, then it needs to be your kids or sorry, your spouse. So, so you, so God first, then you then into self-care, you in self-care, then your spouse, then your kids, then your, you know, business work purpose and extended family and friends. There we go. So that's the way it needs to be. Just know one friends were not first. Your spouse wasn't first. Your kids weren't first. So just make sure you have that right order. 
Yeah, most and, people just put themselves last. Yes, <laughs> and so your self-care yeah. is is second. Yes, there is time for that. Even with kids, even with small kids, your self-care does come second. And you're like, you don't understand my life. Yeah, whatever. Yes, Get, get over do. yourself. Stop being victim. So um, the, there's ways that there's ways that you make time for you. It's just the order of priorities. Right. And if you click off this, well, you're the victim. So keep keep going if you're not. Right. Personal development, right, is a key aspect. Invest in always into that. Another one is get fit. Getting fit, getting lean. Like focus on, I'm not saying it to be 4% body fat, but get lean, right? There's a ton of benefits that it increases focus, confidence, it, it teaches delayed gratification, teaches discipline, sacrifice. There's a lot of benefits to getting just fit. Also, it's not borrowed credibility. You can go back, you can go out and get a sports car or whatever, or what a big pickup truck, F950 or whatever. But like, you know, that's borrowed credibility, right? That's not, that's not a, that's not internal. It's credibility, real confidence and credibility comes from within. And so when you get fit, that's part of where, that's part of it, but it's not all of it. It is part of it. And delayed gratification is huge, and that's something our society does not does not live by by much. Of. Like it's not, we, it's a microwave society for sure. So that teaches a lot. Um, emotional resilience is also a way to max out twenty twenty three, and that is by living one of the one of the ways to do that is living by principles over feelings. And that's you know, so if you're like, oh, I don't feel like it, or I don't, I just don't feel like it, or if you're living by your feelings, like you're going about it all wrong, and you're setting up yourself up for massive failure for like massive problems. Like you cannot live by your feelings. So live by principles, like your values, like don't live by your feelings. Take care of your feelings. And if you don't know how to do that, reach out to us. But you know, that's a whole nother, I can't teach you that on this podcast. Or, <laughs> no, we can't. Right. Um, but when it comes to like living by principles, you still need to take care of your feelings, but you know, live by principles over feelings. Yes. Right. And planning and execution, plan and execute, like stop. Don't, well, don't plan until like, you know, you have 100% information. Don't do that bull crap. Um, plan. Use the Colin Powell rule. You know, 40% information, you don't have enough. 50% you have enough. 70% you've waited too long and people have died. It's a military term. But, like, like stop procrastinating. Procrastinating is just a form of fear. So, plan quickly and execute. Success loves speed. Right? Physical yes. challenges. And physical challenges shift your, shift your outlook. And your outlook changes your outcome. So actually challenge yourself, like do physical challenge to shift your outlook, you know, and the last ones, be clear on your vision, be like, be very clear. So those are some ways that you can max out 2023 and also change how you identify yourself. So, you know, as you looked over your list of goals and who you want to be for 2023, like change how you identify examples are just like, you know, I'm a non-smoker. I'm a non-drinker. I am athletic. I'm social. I'm emotionally stable. And we're not talking about if you identify as a male or female. We don't believe in that bull crap. Um, let's be very, very clear on this podcast. Um, there's male and female. We're talking about like other things. Like I don't identify as a, a drinker. I am I am athletic. I am social, right? Yes, I am mentally strong. Like I can do hard things. <laughs> you know, this one, it, it gets a lot of people because most people are like, oh, that's hard. I don't want to do it. Yes, I can do hard things. You know, I'm a learner. I'm a good communicator. I am a good listener. You know, those are some ways that you can identify it, but you have to look at your list and who you want to be for 2023 to change how you are going to identify. Yeah. And uh, lastly, we really want to like set you up. And so 
have preset responses for like as you're as you're changing and you're setting up your goals for 2023. Let's I'm just going to use like quitting smoking. You know, whatever your your thing may be, change this to apply for you, right? But if you're going to quit smoking or vaping, you know, then identify as like I'm a non-smoker, right? That and no longer like, well, I used to smoke. No, I am a non-smoker, right? So someone offers you something like offers you a smoke or, hey, you want to go out and smoke? You want to take a break with me? The answer is no, no thanks. I'm not a smoker, right? You want to have a preset response so you're not in the moment going, oh, well, I used to smoke. Do I want to smoke? I don't know, man. I really want tempted. It's been like, you know, this amount. I don't want to do that. And like, you don't want to be going crazy in your head. And I know that sounded crazy, but that's what thoughts that are going through people's heads when they're put in these situations. So very easy. Think about it ahead of time. It's just like, hey, no thanks. You know, someone else invites me to, to go into a smoking area. No, I'm not going to choose to go someplace different. I'll right. end a conversation. Right. And if you, if you're drink, if you're trying to quit drinking and all that, same, same concepts here. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, honestly, I don't even really believe in social drinking whatsoever. Like I don't need to drink to be around people. I don't need to drink. Like, and I had, I used to have super bad anxiety to the point was debilitating and losing hair and heart palpitations. So don't give me that bull crap. Like, Honestly, it's just going to cause it to make it worse. So I get it. But that being said, we want you to, you want you to prepare you with different responses to tell people like, you know, when it comes to drinking, like, no, I don't drink. Right. Okay, cool. All right. Yes. And so to just think about these, like whatever situations that you're like, you're changing, have a preset response for like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do when I'm faced in this situation? Right. So we want to challenge you to set aside some time. We're going to do it tomorrow and part of today, but set aside some time and walk through this today or tomorrow, yes. right? Like walk through this, like take the time and do this for yourself. And uh, it, it, well, if you're an individual and work, working to save your marriage, do obviously you're going to be doing it by yourself, but still do it. And that's important um, because your, your spouse does not define you. No, right? it does not. No, you, they do not. You're hundred percent. You, even without your spouse, you should not need them. You should want them. Also, if you're a married couple right now and you're together, do this together. Like do it on your own individually, then come together and strategically plan this like we do. Yes. A side note there here. Yes. It's it, Tommy and I do ours. Like we'll come together and we'll set some goals together. However, my personal goals are my personal goals for what I want, not what Tommy wants me. Tommy's not telling me, oh, I need to cook more or anything else like that. Cause like that wouldn't, it was make, not gonna make, make more sandwiches this year not gonna happen um that's just not right like and i'm not telling tommy he needs to be more manly and like you know do whatever like right like no none of that crap like you're not defining and telling your spouse like what they are going to do like personally right this is where like you can set like different goals together but you should still have goals that you want for yourself okay so i just want to make that really clear 100%. So as always, uh, we love you. God loves you. And we will see you actually in the new year. Have a good one. Have a blessed day. Bye. Bye. Now that's all we have for today's show. And remember, prayer without action is just dead faith. So make sure to implement everything you learned here today from today's show. By the way, hope you enjoyed this episode on the Marriage 2.0 podcast. And if you did, please make sure you share this episode on your social media and tag at Tommy and Desnica. And if you did enjoy it, make sure to subscribe to the Marriage 2.0 podcast and give us a five-star rating. However, listen, most importantly, so many people are at the end of their ropes, crying themselves to sleep every night. And 
we can only spread our message and story so far here. So we need you to make sure that you really share the knowledge with others that really need it so that we can impact them. Yes. And you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. So make sure to join our free Facebook group, Christian Marriage Coaching for support, daily content, and free trainings to help you go from roommates to teammates. Have an amazing day and God bless.